Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you being here. Today, um, actually, this episode um, should have been uploaded last Friday, but you know, sometimes life does get in the way. So I do apologize. Um, this is the last episode in the, you know, grow your email list challenge. And I do thank those of you that did participate and uh, reached out to me to let me know that you were indeed working on growing your email list. So congratulations to those of you that were doing that. And I hope that you'll continue to do that. And today for this final uh, episode, I just want to talk about how to keep your subscribers. So you worked hard to create opt-ins or freebies to get people on your list. And you've been working to nurture your list so that they stay with you. And I just want to just go over 10 steps or 10 different tips to actually keep them on your list and then what to do once they stop engaging with your emails. Okay, so one thing you can do is make sure that you have a double opt-in. So that means instead of just letting people automatically subscribe to your list, by just clicking on a download and just automatically becoming a part of your list. Have them confirm that they do want to join your list via email. So it's a double opt-in just to make sure that they know what they're opting into and to make sure that it's not a bot that's actually, um, I guess, kind of triggering your subscriber or new subscriber link. I hope that makes sense because if you go, if, if I'm not sure what email service provider you're using, but if you're using something like ConvertKit, you can see how many people actually landed on your opt-in form versus how many people actually completed the sign-up. And if you see that there are 500 people who have actually clicked on your um, you know, link that takes them to the sign-up form, but only 100 people that are actually on your list, then you know that there are bots that have been triggering something in the, in the analytics to make it seem as though real people were clicking on that opt-in, but really it was a bot. So if you do a double opt-in, you don't have to worry about that. Anyone that clicks on your uh, freebie and signs up will be a real person and you can trust the analytics and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, number two is to clean your list regularly. So, and Again, if you're using ConvertKit, and I'm pretty sure um, if you're using Kartra, I'm not sure about MailChimp, but a lot of them will allow you to filter out what subscribers were uh, have not interacted or engaged with your emails over a certain period of time. So it's, it, I would advise you to go through your list, check to see who has not engaged with any of your emails, maybe in the past 90 days, I think that's given people a fair amount of time to actually read your emails 
if they haven't engaged with any of them in three months, I would consider deleting them, not just right away, but I would consider deleting them. And at the end of this episode, I'll explain to you how I would go about cleaning the list. All right. Um, Number three would be to make sure that your emails don't appear too spammy. So when you send an email and you put, you know, exclamation points in the subject line, you know, let's say act now or free offer, um, you know, sometimes it could appear spammy and it may wind up in the recipient's spam folder. So, you know, you can put a subject line, but just you want it to be catchy. I understand. But you don't want it to be too spammy where it just seems as though it might be some type of um, a scam. All right. So be careful of exclamation points and words like that involve money, cash, um, opportunities, dollar signs, those types of things are red flags. So just be careful about what you put in your subject line. Uh, something that I talked about last week, and that is segment your list so that the people that you're sending emails to actually want the emails that you're sending. If you have, um, let's say you've got a blog, a fitness blog, and you have people sign in to your email list with a weight training related freebie. And then the emails that they're getting are talking about Pilates and yoga. They may not be interested in that. And that may cause them to either not open the email because they can tell what it's about from the subject line, or they may just unsubscribe. So a good way to get them to uh, remain engaged and to actually open your emails is to send them content that they're looking for, right? So just be careful if you can segment your list so that you're sending only emails, you know, the right emails to the right groups of people, that, that'll definitely be uh, a great way to get people to respond positively to your emails. The next tip is to just show up regularly. So you don't wanna ghost people. You know, you're sending emails once a week, and then all of a sudden, nothing, right? And then you just send another email six months later. They may not remember who you are, or they may have, you know, moved on. Maybe they're no longer in that same, um, in that same spot where they need the same type of assistance. So they may just unsubscribe. They may not even be in interested in that content or that subject matter anymore. So regularly show up so that people have a chance to. Um, become so familiar with you that they'll look forward to your emails and they'll kind of know when to expect them. And even if they're not interested in all the content that you're sending, they've made a connection with you. So they'll be interested to hear what it is you have to say, at least to give you, to give you a shot, right? Uh, To open the email. So just make sure people don't forget who you are and um, just regularly, regularly show up. And it doesn't have to be every week just regularly. So if you let people know, I'm sending you an email every other week, that's fine. Um, Sending it on the first of every month, that's fine. But just, you know, make sure you stick to a schedule and send it when you say you're going to send it. Number six would be not to send emails from a free domain. So you don't want to send your email list emails from a Yahoo email address or Gmail account or AOL or Hotmail or anything like that. If you send it from a branded email, you know, that's maybe based on your domain name. So if your website is www.businessguru.com, your email address would come from, it would be admin or john 
at, you know, with the business name and your email address. It just looks more professional and it's less likely to wind up in their spam folder. Another thing you can do is send out A-B test emails. And an A-B test email, it just gives you an opportunity to send out two versions of the same email. So you can send one email with two different subject lines to find out, you know, which one your audience uh, responds to best. And then over time, you can get an idea of, you know, the types of uh, subjects you should put in your emails to get them to actually respond or engage with the email. So if your email service provider allows A-B testing, just give it a shot. You know, try out two different, two very different subject lines and just see which ones they respond to better. All right. And you can also do this with your email copy, not just a subject line, but you can do different calls to action. You can have different content in the email until you get a feel for your audience. Number eight, if you get an email or something bounces back to say, you know, that this email never reached the recipient, then if you have some other way to uh, contact them to get an accurate email address, you can do that. Otherwise, you know, I would include them in that list of people that you want to kind of clean out of your uh, list. And like I said, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode, but you definitely want to include those people in the same group that we're going to try to uh, clean up later on. Okay. And then number eight would be make sure that your opt-ins are relevant. So that freebie that got them on a list to begin with should be related to the type of content that you're going to be sending them out in their emails. So if I send out, uh, if there's a freebie that says, hey, you know, sign up for my email list and I'll send you a Starbucks gift card, people will definitely sign up to get the free gift card, whether they're interested in my content or not. So they do that, they claim their Starbucks gift card. What do you think the chances are that they'll continue opening my email, say three, four months down the road? They're slim, you know, unless they just happen to be interested in my content. But then it's really just a stab in the dark because you, you, you've offered an opt-in that's totally unrelated to the content that you were planning on sending in the emails. So make sure that the opt-ins are relevant just so that the people that sign up, are, you know that those are your people. You know what I mean? That's, those, that's the audience that you want to be contacting with that particular content. And then the 10th thing is, if you're able to, maybe send out an email to your subscribers just saying, hey, you know, if you'd prefer me to send emails to a different email address, please complete this form or reply back to the email and let me know where I should send these. Um, because we all change jobs. You know, we change email addresses. Sometimes we stop using the old one and start using a different one. You know, maybe in an email, we can just send something out saying, hey, by the way, if you'd like for me to contact you at a different email address, please let me know. And that could possibly avoid you losing them um, in the future should they decide to um, change email addresses. Hopefully they'll remember to contact you to let you know that, that they um, have updated their information. Okay, so those are the 10 tips. Now, in terms of cleaning up your email list, if you have people who have not 
engage with your emails in maybe, I would say 90 days, or if you are getting emails that are bouncing back, either because their inbox is full or for whatever reason, you get notification that that person did not receive the email. What I would do is send them an email that says, you know, um, I haven't heard from you in a while or you haven't you haven't responded to the emails in a while. And I want to make sure that you're receiving valuable content that is um, that is an asset to you that you are interested in seeing. So if you would like to remain on the list, reply back and I'll keep you on the list. Otherwise, you will be removed from the subscription uh, subscribers list um, in a week or in 10 days. And you can do it however you like. But I would give them a little bit of time to you know, either respond back to say that they want to stay on the list or to give you some indication as to whether or not they want to be removed. And then if you don't hear from them, then I would just go ahead and just remove them. Um, you know, I'm reluctant to just delete people without giving them a warning. But if you do give them a warning and you still haven't heard back after a week or 10 days, then I think it's safe to delete it, to delete them. And I say that because of two things. One, you know, if you do have a paid plan that's based on the number of emails sent or the number of subscribers you have, you know, you're paying to keep people on your list that are not engaging with your emails which could be a waste of money. So it's better just to leave them and then just try to get new subscribers who are actually interested and are more engaged with your content. Um, the second reason is because if you keep sending emails to people that are not being open, you run the risk of having your, I'm not sure if it's based on IP address or if it's based on your email address, but you run the risk of having your emails go into more spam folders only because you've sent out so many cold emails or so many cold emails that have bounced back from different subscribers. So if you have a high bounce rate, which means that you're sending emails to people and they're just not opening them. Um, yeah, you can just appear to be a little spammy and you don't want to be, have your email address or your IP address or your account penalized because of that. So if you get rid of the dead weight, the people who are not responding or engaging, hopefully that'll automatically um, lower your bounce rate. And um, yeah, your, your, your account will be in better standing. So I hope that's clear. And if you have any questions regarding any of the email uh, challenge episodes, please, of course, contact me. All the information is on the website, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com. Uh, there will be another episode on Friday, and we'll be moving on to another topic. But thank you for everyone who participated in the challenge. And if you didn't participate, that's fine. Um, I still encourage you to start an email list if you haven't already and start to grow and nurture your list. If you are based solely on someone else's platform, you are at their mercy and you, you want to be able to feel comfortable and confident that if something happens to that other platform, you can still have a way of communicating with your audience or your customers or your clients. All right. So I urge you to start an uh, email list. All right. So that's going to do it for me. And like I said, uh, there'll be another episode on Friday. All right. So until then, peace.
I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.